Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Blog Talk Radio. You are Of course, unless you're not listening live, this is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast. It is Wednesday, it's September 8th, 2021. I'm your host, I'm Travis Bryant, and joining me as soon as he can will be co-host extraordinaire, the busiest, busiest man in podcasting. Well, no, no, that's Rich. Um, the handsomest man in podcasting? There we go. Uh, Cameron Hawkins will be uh, joining us in just a little bit. But in the meantime, let me go ahead and give out all the pertinent information. This here is an interactive show, so please reach out and contact us in one or all of the following ways. If you want to have your voice heard on this show, there are two ways to go about that. First way, hit us up on the Constellation Lines. Give us a call and uh, Cam and myself will talk to you live on air tonight. So hit us up at 347-202-0103. Once again, that's 347-202-0103 to talk to Cam and me live on air tonight. Uh, If you want to have your voice heard but you can't call us live, you can drop us a voicemail. Voicemail is there for you. and gives you three unadulterated minutes to ask your questions, pose your comments, Spill your guts about, you know, personal business, whatever, whatever, whatever is on your mind, the voicemail is there for you. Hit, hit us up at the voicemail line at 415-787-5229. Once again, the voicemail can be reached at 415-787-5229. You can always drop us an email. The mailbag is always open, constantly being refreshed, so send us an email anytime during the week, <clears throat> anytime during the show. Uh, you can find us at East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. Once again, that's East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. Let us know in the subject of your email uh, which segment, VIP or non-VIP, that you want your email read. You can find the show on Twitter. Find us at East Coast Cast, twitter.com slash East Coast Cast. You can find my personal Twitter at Travlord. And you can find Cam at Seahawk. You can also find Cam at twitch.tv slash Seahawk. That's C-E-E Hawk. Check with us live on air and uh, or chat with us while we're live on air and yeah, share your opinion amongst the uh, the chatters for Cam to populate this thing here. And the last bastion of Get Adage, find us on Facebook. The Facebook fan page can be found at Facebook.com slash PW Torch East Coast Cast, or just search East Coast Cast or PW Torch 
you will see us among the Torch family of fan pages. So please, give us a like. Share us on your timeline. Tag your wrestling pals in it. Spread the word that way. Y'all know how it works. So, without uh, further ado, all right, we got three one one ones here. Let's do those trace. Hey, is that you? This is Craig. Okay, that's great. Cam, is that you, my friend? Nope. And three times, third time's a charm. Oh, I mean, Look I at that. Hey. The second guy was there like, we go. <laughs> he hung up. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't ready for that. <laughs> nah, man. Me. What's happening, my friend? I've literally been in the door for three minutes. I actually oh. went to the office today, so I'm kind of uh, which is uh, lacking. I'm like, oh, where's the strange? Yeah, where's the strange? I'm sorting things strange? out. All right, well, sort them. Um, what's uh, while you're sorting? Give us the the topic of the damn week. I mean, shit. So, yo, this is you like know. the craziest day, right? Like, uh, we got. I mean, first of all, the the, I mean, you know, the most recent things that happened. Been the most recent thing that happened. Death rumors going around. It's just a crazy, wild uh, week. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say. Uh, the, first of all, and this isn't even like the the topic of the day, but uh, shout out to the man Triple H, man. Um, mm-hmm. Triple H had, uh, you know, a cardiac issue. They 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 do their damnedest not to say a heart attack, right? Had a. Cardiac issue um, that was successfully operated on. You know, it's hereditary. I'm all too familiar with that as of late. Um, glad the man is doing okay, though, man. Um, yeah, glad glad they they found it when they found it, took care of it when they took care of it, and uh, yeah, yeah, he's uh, apparently in good spirits. So that's the that's kind of the the jumping off point, right? Um, is this something we've heard of before with Triple H, or am I? Putting memories in my okay, okay. I, yeah, I, yeah, nothing right. like okay. that. And you know, we um, this this isn't like to be morbid. I want to be clear, but you know, sure. when you uh, I think one of the reasons that they felt the need to say you know hereditary heart condition is because you know Triple H is is a guy who was very very muscular for a very long time, and I think and he's a pro wrestler. And he's a pro wrestler. Like, yeah, not even yeah. to uh, just, just, you know, just the, just the, the job kind of suggests that. And mm-hmm. so, you know, for him to uh, be okay, you know, as far as it goes, and, and for them to say it's hereditary, you know, no reason to believe that that's not true. Uh, yeah, but, you know, he apparently came out of it okay, and that's, uh, that's the most important thing there. Yeah, there's, a, there's a, a lot of jokes that can be made. The, the, the easiest one is, you know, they, they, they massacred his boy, and his, his heart couldn't take it. Uh, but yeah, like you said, it's, he came out on the other side, and that's when we got the news. Like, hey, everything's okay. So, never uh, unlike his family and whoever's you know near him didn't get have to go through the you know the is he going to be okay kind of phase of, of of the thing. So, but good for him, good for his family, and you know, good for his health that uh, that he came out on the other side okay. And, and the, the way that I read it, I I, I don't think that they were, that they were, uh, like, I didn't get the feeling that they were trying to hide something like, oh, this is a more, this is more serious than, than they're saying. Like, I, I don't think an event happened. Um, 
a guy that's like constantly, if you know about their health protocols and all that stuff, I'm not saying that they have these people on retainer, but kind of. They have like traveling doctors and, and stuff like that. So um, when they throw out the hereditary part, it just, maybe it's that word that makes me think, oh, this is, he went in for a checkup and they call it, you know, whatever. But yeah. And like the, might the story is, side, yeah. he's, he's good, and, yeah, that's, that's what's important. Exactly, exactly. So, man, yeah, that's, that's good news, man. In a world of stuff that we cover where the news ain't always good, um, you know, especially coming out of a, a hospital, um, yeah, good to see that, that the man's okay. You want more stories like that if you got to hear stories like that. Yeah, this is an hour after I heard there was Vince McMahon death rumors. And then I don't even want to say rumors. It was a stupid speculation like, well, we're, you know, you had to show up on Raw and and the product isn't the, the way it could be or something. And it was like, yeah. maybe Vince is dead and they haven't told anybody. And it was like, oh, they'd be setting themselves up for career suicide if they did that uh, in a publicly traded company and of any note, like Wall Street would eat their fucking breakfast if they if they tried to cover up, <laughs> you know, death like that. But again, silly internet stuff. We all know Vince is going to live to 104, uh, and he'll be right and raw, uh, and, you know, till he's 105. Yes, and it will feel like he's 190, like it does right now. <laughs> yeah, but we do have tons and tons of. TV-related and backstage wrestling stuff. Everything's kind of happening. TV, there's happenings on TV, good week of, of good TV. We've got the obvious all-out pay-per-view wrestling has changed. The landscape is different this Wednesday than from what it was last time we talked to you last Wednesday. Uh, and that's not hyperbole. It's just different. So, assuming that's where you want to start, uh, where do you want to start, Kate? Yeah, man. Um, All-out pay-per-view. Um, it's a great jumping-off point. Um, really quickly, um, let's let's go through the results of the pay-per-view. Um, let me see. AEW All-out. Had the last one. Okay. I think, I think most of these we thought were kind of no-brainers. Um, not that that's a bad thing. Being predictable ain't always the worst thing in the whole world. Um, let me see. So I, I said Jade Cargill versus The Field. I think a caveat that you made in the Battle Royal was, uh, you know, what if Ruby Soho shows up? And she did, and she won um, to a, a very good reaction. Um, yeah, came out looking looking fresh, um, you know, looking looking well-rested. Um, and, yeah, did, did the thing – I always said she was going to do. Again, I think WWE missed on having the next Natalia, and I mean that as a compliment, just somebody who can be the glue of your division for 10 years. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. Salute to SBT Visuals, Tyler, uh, for the subscription. Um, yeah, I think they missed out on that. Um, but, yeah, she comes out, wins the Battle Royal. Um, you know who uh, I think this helps the most? Or, or maybe not the most. It helps the most Ruby Soho. But I think Thunder Rosa being in that spot – with someone who was so over, and she was still mm-hmm. looked just a bit, of, just as bit of a star as Ruby did. Uh, yep. The dual chance, and it wasn't like just because 
we want to say one thing, and then three seconds later, let's go this person, let's go that. It was it was a genuine like Thunder Rosa from the time she came out there had yeah. her contingent of really loud screaming fans, and when Ruby came out and got her big pop and her comeback uh, moment, Thunder Rosa physically and like in character didn't wilt, but her support uh, from the crowd it wasn't like oh shit Ruby's here yeah let's forget about this person that we've, you know, we've already, that we've loved all this time, now that the new hot thing is here. Um, so mm-hmm. I, I think even in losing the, the match, the Battle Royal, the fact that she was the, the last to be eliminated and she, you know, she came in, she had a nice run. It wasn't like she was in there for, for two or three minutes. And uh, yeah, yeah, I was and impressed. Like, cause I'm not a, necessarily a Thunder Rosa fan, like, I, I get it. I see what people like. But the more I see her, the more I hear the crowd react to her. I can't help but yeah. uh, take notice. Yeah, Amada makes a great point in the chat. Like, Ruby had the crowd chanting a name she never used on TV before she showed before up. Before she even showed up, yeah. Like, and, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. For sure, yeah. for sure. So, uh, yeah, uh, Tim-Man tag match, best friends in Jurassic Express over the Hardy family. And uh, the hybrid two, you know, fast, hard hit matches. It was pre-show. Um, okay. Let's see, Miro over Eddie Kingston beat the shit out of each other. Went the way you thought it would. Uh, Moxley and Kojima, you know, Moxley continues his tour of beating everybody in Japan's ass. Um, Britt Baker over Chris Statlander in a very, very, very good match. Um, yeah, salute. And you know, of course, the highlight of the match is Orange Cassidy getting his hands out of his pockets and getting fucking screaming. <laughs> Uh, not just speaking, yeah. not just going, hey, let's, uh, you know, get get a move on, uh, man. He was like, let's go, get in there and do it. You know, like, oh, shit, and the crowd, again, this crowd knows the story that, that they've been telling from day one. And sure. uh, it was one of those nice fan service moments where they were like, oh, I see what's happening here. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Uh, you remember those moments. I remember the first time yeah. I heard Brock speak on TV. Yeah, you know, Heyman had been speaking for him for months and months and months, and then Heyman went to cut a promo and Brock. That's enough, Paul. Like, I got, I got to say this. I was like, oh shit, wow, he's, he's, he has a voice. That was a good moment. Um, yeah, you got uh, Lucha Brothers over the Young Bucks in a steel cage match. Why was it a steel cage match? Whatever. Um, well, they come- you know, because they've been the help and all. Like it made sense in the. Story, no, but let me say this. I'm not saying it was like totally wrong, but let me say this. If you like the Young Bucks, and this is exactly what you wanted. Like, this is it. Um, 22-minute steel cage match. Uh, Lucha Brothers finally are the team to dethrone the Young Bucks. Um, Yeah. You know, just... What do you say? It's exactly... The Young Bucks for your jam, they gave you exactly what you were looking for. Um, Yeah, I I thought this was probably the best Young Bucks match I've seen. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean best match like technical, flipping, the moves and stuff. It was just the the most compelling thing, the, the least eye-rolling match mm-hmm. that I've seen the Young Bucks in. Uh, like the fact that they, they, they were in there fighting and not performing. Like, of course they were performing, but they were, they looked like they, they were like taking something serious. And they, yeah, yeah. Like they, they were... They were in an element that 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 uh, that they're not usually in, and if you want to, you can say it was the cage, like you know maybe, but 
um, yeah, it was just yeah. good stuff from from those guys, from everybody. It was just a really tremendous match. Uh, Jericho don't tell Rich, don't tell Rich that wasn't a good match. He might, write, he might write a column about it. Yeah. No, so, yeah, Jericho beat MJF by submission. Um, I, I really like the finish of this match where MJF is, like, in the in the Boston Crab. Um, and then, you know, damn near gets to the bottom rope. Jericho drags him back and puts him in the walls of Jericho, just like the Lion Tamer, just long enough. Uh, even though it gets back down to the crab for MJF to tap, I thought it was a great finish. Yeah, again, Jericho being done off the strength of this, it just didn't make sense for him to all of a sudden retire when it didn't seem like that's the route he was going. Because, um, yeah, he did so much to get to this match. Like, it's not like he had been losing on the way or winning by the skin of his teeth every time. You know, he was doing his thing. And so, yeah, there's, there's, there's more Jericho left. Um, it ain't quite his time. Um, nor, nor should it be. Like, like, Jericho, has he lost a step? Sure, but Jericho had some of the best steps you've ever seen. So, you know, it's okay. Um, and MJF doesn't lose anything in this. You know what I mean? Like, he's still, you know, poised to be a top guy in the company. So, you know, it, it served its purpose. I think everybody yeah, went home doing what they should. And when you get what? the added star power of, you know, Punk and Brian and, and, and Cole, you, you don't have to, re- to rely on – Chris Jericho, he doesn't have to bear the weight of the main event scene for an entire promotion uh, for you know a year. That's probably not the best position you know fifty one year old Chris Jericho should should be in. Uh, so surrounding him with other main event top guys is uh, is a is a good thing, and this would be the worst time for him to retire. Like this is when he can actually like make a difference. And really quick, uh, for J-Ray, just so he can see it, um, what's the difference between the two? It's actually pretty simple. It's just based on the angle. Um, so, oh, wait, now it won't let me download any pictures because everything's gone. So, yeah, the Walls of Jericho is just at a way higher angle. That's all. Yeah. And the Lion Tamer is you put the knee in the back while you're Well, that's what I meant, the Lion Tamer. The lion yeah. tamer is the one at the at the. It well, was the wall. Well, he has to put the knee in the back, in the in the. He, you know, he put it in there a little bit, but I don't think he can uh, hold that position like just for real, for real. That's not, not a not an easy maneuver to hold. What he did? Yeah. he did it to JTG. Jesus, I can't. I, it won't let me put pictures in there right now. Um, <laughs> cause it won't like. But you know, he had his knee in the back of his neck. Um, okay, that's the yeah, yeah. Stacey, he just bent her in half. A lot of Tesla handcuffs. <laughs> Bottom rope. God, that was such a amazing. Somebody just asked me, Heels, is my dad that's like 250? Is there is there a small child in the chat? Um, now 250 doesn't seem like a lot. Like I'm a very I'm a weakling, but yeah, 250 is just picking 250 up out of nowhere. That that that's what a a middle schooler would do. Now, with all that said, um, CM Punk and Darby Allen uh, took a while yeah. to get going. They had one of they they did the Brett uh, Brett X Five uh, One Two Three Kid match. Also yeah, that, every, that everybody realized at the same time on the internet. Everybody was, and, and with, wild, with uh, like, Leo DiCaprio with the beer can. Like, oh, yeah. look at that. Everybody that. realized it, and like that was the beginning of that match. <laughs> like. Well, like, no, throughout the match, they did various spots uh, as well. The yeah, top sure, row, sure. 
you know, reversal. But I just think that, Brett, that spot was just like, oh, yeah, I remember that from 30 years ago. How cool. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just a transition spot. Um, but, yeah, CM Punk over Darby Allen. I think that we all thought, you know, Punk's going to win his debut match. Um, but he equated himself just fine. Takes a while to get your gas back. But, yeah, I thought it was fine. Huh. I thought it was booked pretty flawlessly as far as booking a guy who yeah. hasn't wrestled in seven years and giving him ample amount of time to get his get his gears, uh, you know, greased up, but not, you know, throw him in there for 25 minutes in his first first day back. Uh, and, and Darby, I mean, what more can you say? Again, I, I said it last week, in theory and in execution, he was the perfect person for CM Punk to to wrestle in his after not wrestling for seven years, where he can scoop slam the guy and look like a phys- big physical threat, and also the guy can you know do do his stuff and make Punk look like he's he's moving a thousand miles an hour as well. It's just yeah. very well. Really good. Paul White defeats QT Marshall. Um, so, how short do you think the second shortest match on the card was? Um, twelve minutes. The second shortest match. The pre-show was nine twenty-five. On the actual card, it was eleven thirty-four. Rick Baker and Chris Statlander went eleven thirty-four. Right. So you and QT and then went what four? Three ten. Three ten. We are in. We are out. <laughs> let me get my man. Let me get my man his bonus check. Um. Yeah, and he's gone. When do we have to? When do we? I forget. It's been so long since this has been a thing. But when do we get pay per view buys? How long does that take in 2021? Uh, what is that? About two weeks? Like, well, publicly, like they know. I'm sure Tony. Yeah, what is it? Two weeks, I think. Okay. I'm interested. <clears throat> what's the What's the threshold of of of, of buys that makes this um, pay per view? Successful. Uh, um, 100,000 buys in 2021, I think, is wildly successful. Yeah. yeah. And I can so see. So 50, 75,000, you think, is a, is a good number? Yeah, I think, yeah, if they crack 80, I think they've done, they've done numbers. If okay. they crack 80, I think they've done numbers, for sure, for sure. Because I'm um, sure they've done 50 plus. I think they've done, I mean, it's easily, 50, right? They crack oh, 80 yeah. on, like, that, that damn they explode match pay-per-view did. Did numbers the Vegas the first Vegas show I think did pretty pretty good numbers but I just don't remember them so I'm just trying to assume what I think would be a what could be considered a success or a wild success I think seventy five eighty thousand is a success a hundred hundred twenty five here yeah you're oh really is ninety is ninety k the lowest they've done seriously oh okay so so a hundred and maybe yeah, it's just seconds. regular then. So maybe I should be doubling that and going for 175 or two. So we'll see. That's going to be an interesting number. Tonight's number from Impact, Impact, from Dynamite that we get tomorrow or Friday is going to be real interesting too. It's really the numbers watch. It's just, I mean, shit, I watched Raw for the first time live Monday uh, in a long time. So it's funny how that works. Right, like you get excited for one thing. You want to see the response. I want to see, want the, to response. see the response. That's yeah. absolutely what I wanted to see. Did, are they going to do anything? Are they going to wilt? 
right, what's going to happen? And it was just, it was a, it was a fine, regular-ass show. I think they were determined to have a good show, but not, not the link. Um, like, no, we're not responding to you, which is just fucking stupid. Respond. I don't mean go yeah, in here and cut a promo. I mean, respond creatively. Like, like, actually, like actually, let them know right. they got under your skin. Like, fuck that shit, yeah. man. I didn't hate Monday's episode. Like, I thought I thought the New Day played yeah. themselves so well. They're still so good. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, 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 I, you put New Day or Kofi in the gauntlet. Like, you're, I think they know that's the that's a success. That's a model yeah. for success. They've that's done awesome. it three or four times over the last four or five years, so it works every time. But yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. We'll talk about what they may need to be doing and what they're doing wrong in a while. Um, but, yeah, main event. Let me see. Yeah, Kenny Omega over Christian, as we expected. Mm-hmm. In a um, fantastic match. I, I know my expectations were low, and I don't mean, like, oh, this is going to be a dud. I don't particularly care about Kenny Omega. I don't care for how he wrestles necessarily. And Christian, I'm a have been a big fan of Christian. He was one of my top three uh, for probably you know, eight, 12 years. But yeah, it's, we, we've seen everything Christian's going to, you know, for the most part, everything he's yeah. got, what he can give. Uh, well, maybe the fuck not. Maybe I was mistaken yeah. in the level of, of match and, and intensity and just storytelling that, that Christian Cage uh, can, can, can bring and live up to because that was, I was a little bit in the bottle. I had a little tequila that night, but that was a good match. I was thoroughly impressed. The la- that match then would led into the angles after the match. If the match was a regular two-and-a-half-star fucking match, the, the angle afterwards and shit, as great as it would have been to, to, to the moments of the, the, the return or the debuts, I think it would have been lessened because – yeah, wouldn't have felt the big. adrenaline Definitely of that felt really, really good match and good finish. Like, it's the best parts of, of WCW. You know, like, WCW would a lot of times give you a mid-ass main event, but then you get to see all 95 members of the NWA all the run-ins and all out. the angles, Then you get yeah. to see Sting when, when the show goes off the air, and you're like, you're satisfied. You forgot about what just happened. But you're right. This all built up to, like, this all goes together, right? You're establishing battle lines. And, and yeah, again, yeah, uh, Canadian Zudema on the sand. One-wing angel from the second rope. Nuts. Yes. Um, yeah, they just showed out, man. They, they smoked it. Um, so... You get the finish. You get the elite coming out. Uh, you get Jungle Boy and them coming out. They didn't stomp Jungle Boy and them out. And then it goes dark. And I think everybody's excited. It was nice to see the old school kind of baby faces, you know, first level baby yeah, faces just, run out and try to, try to yeah. do something and not be super successful. For sure. Uh, yeah, and then you, uh, then you, yeah, 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 you get the lights going out. Everybody's expecting Danielson. Adam Cole shows up. Well, well, Mox, or, or Omega set it up. Like who, he starts who, talking uh, yeah, about going talking out all that shit. Yeah, he said, and in the line that that I thought that didn't get a lot of uh, 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 because of the immediate lights went out. But he said, "I beat them. They're retired or they're already dead." It's like, oh my god, Mox, fuck, uh, Omega, like. <laughs> shit, but you forget about it immediately because the intro of his cold debuts, and then they swerve us with the 
Yeah, with Cole gonna. And, and even the swerve, swerve isn't even like the swerve has a swerve on top, right? So Cole comes out, and if you are one of those nerds who watch Being the Elite, I, I'm not. <laughs> um, you know, they literally like they killed him on camera. Killed that man dead. Hey. Tongue, tongue hanging out in the whole thing. Yep. Yeah, they murdered him, and that was a wrap. And so he comes out, and he's standing across from everybody, and he does the Adam Cole baby, and like the whole, you know, it's it's always gonna work. No, you cannot work. talk about Adam Cole's return without talking about the fucking music they made for him. That was absolutely perfect, Rocky and it was perfect. Rocky it was familiar enough to his undisputed music, but different that it was like, oh, this is completely different. But before you know that AC Adam Cole load. People understood his music, even though it was brand fucking new, was super recognizable from the jump. Like everything about, you know, the last he's still forty minutes of the show, like fucking yeah, they, they know what they're doing. Yeah, it's yeah. For those of you mm-hmm. who didn't know him before he was in NXT, let's let's give you some black and yellow Adam Cole. Um, yeah, and an homage to that, of course, probably a. Uh, a cute joke between him and Britt Baker, her being from Pittsburgh. Um, and like Canadian Zudemont said, she did the uh, Panama Sunrise in the match. And so, like, yeah. It, I hated that. Yeah. I, hated, I hated the finish of that women's match so much. Okay. So much. You're, you're, you're teasing with that move that Adam Cole is going to be there. Like, everybody. But you don't, you have the person kick out of a flipping fucking pile driver. Then catch a curb stomp, and then she kicks out again, and then Britt gets to put her in her in her finishing submission hole. I thought that was like have her win I mean, with the if she's going to win, have her beat her with the flipping uh, pile driver, and let that everybody be the one two three. I get oh, well, I'm pissed that every every time I see something. It's just so great. Absurd. Which I feel absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And yeah, she's not a person; she's an alien. It hit her phys- physiology different. Her brain is actually fit too, so it didn't crack her head like that. But no, um, Cole comes out, does the Adam Cole baby. Everybody's looking at him. He's across from him. Jungle Boy dumbass stands up. <laughs> he put, he shot Jungle Boy with a damn shotgun on his foot. He put that man in the dirt. That was amazing. Yeah, Jungle Boy sold the shit out of that. And then they're hugging and celebrating. They both give him a kiss on the cheek. Um, everybody's hyped. And he, Adam Cole talks just a little bit of shit, right? And then Kenny's like, yeah, that's it. Good night. Uh, what he did, the Urkel said, did I, uh, did I do that? All that. Lights go out again. The first few notes of uh, Fight of the Valkyries play, just enough to where you don't get sued. And then the Brian Daniels and Ash. Wait, that's not, that got me a, uh, one of those public uh Hey, hey. Dude. Maybe he paid. Maybe he paid five. They talk about they talking about that's fifty thousand dollars a pop for the sauce. Maybe he was like, "Look, can I get like a couple of chords?" <laughs> yeah, let me give give me a couple of chords. And so yeah, it comes out, and then Danielson comes out with the the you know the shared uh, man bun beard that him and Brock Lesnar agreed to rock. Oh, yeah, that's top notch rocking. Well, see if it. I don't think it's public domain though. I'm not like because yeah, if it was like, and I mean maybe it was his idea, you know. Let's let's put a new song on. I think he did get his man to make the song, but okay. Anyway, thank, we're trying to tell a joke here. Can we be funny on our <laughs> show, please? Um, but no, he comes out to the new. They call it uh, somebody call it Trap of the Valkyries. 
Um, he comes out to that. And yeah, man, him and uh, I think him and Matt got into it. He ends up, yo, that was a beautiful flying knee. Like again, it just you can tell if you if you got a, a close eye, you can see how different that flying knee was from the one he did in WWE, except the one he gave John Cena. He put John Cena out of there. <laughs> John Cena let him get that whole knee. But typically, it just hits a bit lighter. But yeah, he put Matt out. Um, and yeah, so now you got you know Ruby Soho. Adam Cole, CM Punk, Brian Danielson, all in AEW. It was Nick Jackson. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yep, and we haven't even talked about Bray Wyatt. Uh, you know, a guy that could show up in tonight or, you know, they probably you know, save him till the end of the year, maybe a Christmas surprise, New Year thing. But, yeah, there's – and Kevin Owens and his – his Twitter shenanigans, Kevin Owens don't give a fuck no more. I posted oh, in the One out. Wrestling group. Nope. Uh, location. Yeah, that the, emperor's, that the Emperor's clothes are falling off. Like, people aren't afraid uh, anymore. Right? Like, I will risk. I've, we've, seen, uh, we've seen people fucking kiss and make up after worse shit. Uh, you know, I'll risk, you know, this teaser and getting people excited because I'm going to eventually go over there with my friends. Uh, uh, the one that he says his location was almost there, and then you go to one of the Young Bucks profile, his location is there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, these fucking cutesy bastards. So, yeah, I, I think when, when we saw the pay-per-view end or various finishes of the matches, specifically when Soho debuted, WWE fa- uh, wrestlers are not like, they don't have a burner account, or maybe they do, but they're on their official accounts. Like, oh, my God, I love you, Ruby. Have good luck. Uh, wow, what a finish. Or fucking Cedric, I'm jealous of my wife. Uh, big care. And it's like, this. there's a difference. There's a feeling, I bet, in that locker room of, fuck that. What are you going to do? Like, I tweet what I want. You know, like. You know, I, I think when you try to cut people's Twitch checks off, when you when you try to get in their OnlyFans, you know, account, you you lose some of that. Like, and when uh, you outright I, say we're not looking to recruit people like you, like you're here, but everybody coming up behind you is not like you. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's um, you know. You might think your days are numbered, but you might also be like, oh, there's, there's stuff out here for me to do. Like Tony Khan basically saying there's no salary cap. You know, I mean, there has to be a salary cap, right? But if you're confident in your abilities, um, you know, you know that WWE is going to have you around because they need bodies. But when it's time to go, you probably will have the chance to go. And even if you're not, like, is Cedric sure? His wife works there, but I don't know if he's a shoe-in to get hired, even if it's just like, okay, we'll, we'll take the guy in. There are other places, because things are getting excited, people are talking about wrestling, other promotions are, are getting, you know, GCWs, you know, small rinky-dink promotion has had the fucking summer of their life this summer with the whole Matt Cordona and, and, and Nick Gage feud and, and, the, and all that. Uh, there's just other places to go. People are paying attention, or at least wrestling fans are paying attention to other wrestling promotions, not just... AEW, because I think we, they understand everybody can't show up to AEW. It certainly wouldn't sure. be special if they did. 
So a guy like Cedric isn't worried that, oh, maybe I might not show up, get a job with AEW once I'm, my tenure here is done, but there are other places to go. I, I, yeah, I just don't think that fear of, well, well, what about my next run after they fire me this time? That's held so many people's tongue forever, but certainly in the last 20 years since it's been the, the WWE's had the, the wrestling monopoly, it's always, well, they might fire me now, but we all see that everybody gets bought back, or not everybody, but, you know, there's a potential. So I don't want to piss off Danny Vince or, or get too much heat with, uh, with what's his face? Who's, who's, who's the one that's uh, Nick turning in all his receipts? No, fucking, is it Pritchard? Who's just like, yeah, all of that. Yeah. I remember I, all, I remember what you said seven years ago and what you said in that meeting and got that laugh from all the writers. Mm-hmm, I remember that shit, such and such. And now he's he's out there, fulfilling, you know, getting vengeance and, and, and you know getting his grudge on. Yeah, I, it's. I think people aren't afraid and they want to get out of that yeah. environment. Yeah, and I mean we 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 act like people don't have secret talks. We act like people don't have secret texts and people don't have secret emails and you know. Like, like, it's a fucking group chat. I don't know who sat in on um, the spaces I co-hosted on Monday night, but, like, people in companies are asking me if other people are signed. Who am I? <laughs> but people in other companies are asking me if other people they don't know are signed, and, you know, I'm passing messages back and forth between people who may not be able to talk directly. Like, there's a very real market for people who are, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I'm going to leave it like that. But, yeah, like, it, it, it's, it's, it's wild right now. People are moving and shaking like they never have before, and I think it's a beautiful thing, man. I really do. Um, yeah, so, so we'll see. And, and I'll say this, like, again, there's this excitement around AEW, and admittedly, Trav, like, we, just based on how things are, we have been a WWE-focused show the entirety of the time I've been here. Um, but that was because WWE was the center of the universe. And WWE still makes the most money, still has the biggest shows, still has, I would consider, the biggest stars. Like, like none of that's in dispute. But the best wrestling show? For now. Yeah, I, I don't think they have the best wrestling show, and I don't think they have the biggest stars by, like, a mile. You know what I mean? I think that gap closes um, with people. That was my biggest complaint for for the first six months and even the the last 18 months is I don't give a fuck about any of these indie-rific guys. They need some stars, and they're not turning people into stars with this TV, so they need to get some. And, you know, slowly but surely getting some, And and in a way that I think is productive. And they're getting guys that I think fit perfectly in with what they're doing. Uh, maybe not Big Show or, you know, Paul White, but he's not there to be a wrestling talent, uh, number one. Uh, you know, but if you look at to, tonight, yeah. like, the big match that they're promoting tonight is Willie Hobbs and uh, Darius Martin, um, which I'm for, like... For Dynamite? Which I'm like, you have, like, two really, really new guys who, like, do really... It was Dante. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, who do, like... You have Dante, who's, like, one of the most creative 
cruisers I've ever seen. And you got Hobbs, like a big, nasty, strong guy who neither of these guys are WWE products or have been big anywhere else, but they're both like really being presented well on TV and are treated like big deals. You know? Um, and even though uh, Dante is like super new, you got Dante in that Young, young Butts match who did everything you need him to do as far as the audience is going to pay attention to this, you know? So, yeah, like, like, and we know that the reason you can promote a match like that as your big match for tonight is because people are expecting to hear from Omega and Cole and Punk and Brian and Soho. And so, like, yeah, you, yeah, it's, it's exciting. Like, this, happened, this is happening in an hour. I'm very curious to, to see what they come out and say and where these storylines are headed because one thing AEW has not done is rest on their laurels when it comes to what's next. Like, they had probably, I think two weeks ago, they had kind of their and show, but look at what it built to. Like, maybe their best pay-per-view. So, maybe. yeah, it's going to be really <laughs> Maybe their best yeah. pay-per-view. I think it's hands down. Their I think, best pay-per-view, yeah. probably the best pay-per-view of the year so far. And so uh, it's a good transition. The best pay-per-view had what? An amazing main event, um, a match between who? Christian and Kenny Omega. Um, And matches like that are why Kenny Omega was number one in this year's PWI, and Roman Reigns was number two. Um, Both just very – you could have went either way, you know. Um, I think PWI's criteria that kind of pushed Omega over the top was he won a bunch of world titles. You know, as a, a magazine that's that's kayfabe, um, you know, he won world titles in three different companies and was walking around with them for months. Um, yeah, and defending them successfully. So like, I get that. Um, have you looked at the top ten, Trav? No. Okay. Let's see. Top 500. Let me see how. And I really just, I mean, they're everywhere, but I think going with the top ten would be kind of a just a good uh, – yeah, and you gotta tell you gotta tell us like who's five hundred because that's Mister Irrelevant. Yeah, right. Okay, so number one, Kenny Omega. Number two, Roman Reigns. Three, Lashley. Four, McIntyre. Five, Abushi. Six, Moxley. Seven, Osprey. Balor. Uh, I'm gonna butcher. Is it uh, Tagaki from Yeah Shingo? Yeah, yeah, that's how I know him. From New Japan, and then Rich Swan was number ten. Wow. I mean, I know he like, was champion at Impact for a while, but shit. I think if you get Kenny at number one for being Impact champion, you got to include Impact's longest reigning champion in the top ten. Like, I think that, that's yeah. fine. That's the logic, criteria. you think? Okay. Yeah, I think that's fine criteria. Cause I think, I think if, you, if you're a longer a long reigning world champion in a uh, – if you're a long reigning world champion – and the magazine that recognizes your title as a world title puts up a, puts together a top ten. You got to be in there. Like I think every person in this top ten won their promotion's world title. Because um, when Drew was at four, I'm like Drew's at four, and I was like, oh yeah, Drew had like a really, really, really strong uh, first four months and a really strong year last year. But they don't go uh, January to December. They go I think August to August. So, yeah, like Drew would definitely have to be up there with that being the run because Drew was champion. No, Drew wasn't champion until Mania. Drew was champion until what, uh, February? 
But still, six months as WWE champion counts. Um, but yeah, I don't really have. And then you have Balor, NXT champion for for a really really long run. So yeah, I think that uh, everything they're recognizing as a world title, everybody pretty much got got respect for that. So yeah, I mean it's it's a hard list yeah. to argue. I think once you Co- start Cody getting, Rhodes at eleven, you don't want to argue that. Uh, yeah, I mean Cody. Cody was what though? He was the top secondary champion for a good portion of that. Um, so I get that. And really, if you look at what WWE did, who else was world champion? Like Miz. That's it. Yeah, I think Randy. Because matter of fact, Randy wasn't world champion. I think they, they might have traded one time during that time. But yeah. Um. Yeah. Carrying Cross uh, is 16. You don't want to argue that? <laughs> NFC champ. I, I mean, I do. Big Ed. Oh, it's June to June? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jonathan yeah, Gresham at 20? Like, I, I know. I, ROH I know world he, champion. Recognized world champion. I think, okay. I think he's world champion at ROH. Was he champion or pure champion? But somebody will remind me. Uh, but, yeah. Here, here's a fun one for me personally. Uh, AJ Gray was 48. Rollins was 49. Or 47, 48. Yeah, no, he was one ahead of Rollins. Well, I think he can ride that. No, no, no. He's behind at Rollins. Rollins at 48. He's one behind Rollins? At 49, yeah. I'd so, still rock yeah. with him. But I think, I think uh, what, Lee Moriarty was what, 46? 47. Yeah. So, I yeah. I'm, I'm carrying that for the rest of my life. And by the way, he had a fucking match on Dark with uh, Joey Janela. That kid is so good, man. He just comes up with stuff I've never seen. He is amazing. Um... To, and to get to dark before you want to get to something else, did you watch AEW Dark at all uh, yesterday? No. So uh, me and uh, who is it? Me, J Rose from Paradigm, uh, Sugar Dunkerton, indie wrestler, um, Billy Dixon, who's Billy somewhere on the list. I think Billy was top two hundred. I think Billy was like one eighty two or something like that. Um, my girl Lovely, my girl Foot, we got in a room talking because we had a space on Monday just talking about black representation in wrestling and, and what, you know, things that we can do to help and stuff like that. So we came up with an idea in the group chat yesterday um, that was like uh, wrestling draws just to see that if you put on black wrestlers, uh, especially specifically the AEW. Because, you know, their, their pay-per-views and specifically their TV does not have, like, a strong black showing every week. It just doesn't. Um, which is, I think, we'll talk about the, the match we talked about a second ago. But, uh, yeah, we were like, well, you know, Swole is in, like, an actual program on Dark where her and Diamante are having a, a three out of or two out of three falls match um, that has to be won three different ways. So the options are pinfall, submission, and knockout, but you can't win the match two ways. So, like, if you win the first match by pinfall, your opponent to beat you would have to win the next two by submission and KO in some order, right? So I'm like, this is like a big deal. Why is this on YouTube? And so we all started tweeting out the hashtag, Black Wrestling Draws, Black Wrestling Draws, and it did, like, really good numbers and, like, it was the, you sure uh, it wasn't because people thought they were going to get some uh, some soiled wrestling bottoms? You and one other person thought that. And I was like, <laughs> uh, but no, um, 
so <laughs> AEW Dark was the number three trending topic, and they attached Black Wrestling draws to it. So it was like, okay, like clearly this hmm. thing like works. People are paying attention, so I hope they get really good numbers. That was a really cool finish. Like Swole knocked her out with a chain. It was really cool. Um, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, there's uh, Darius Martin and Hobbs in the main event. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, I mean, Jay Ray, my whole thing was I got people that like I talk to every day that like don't understand the concept of representation. They're like, well, I just want my entertainment to be my entertainment, and I never once thought about why isn't like a black person here or why does a person like this? And these are black people, and you know what I say? I don't say nothing to them. Like that's not who I'm trying to reach. You know, like what I find interesting. And again, these people I consider cool. What I found interesting was like, you're tweeting paragraph after paragraph after paragraph, but why we shouldn't care about this. Why do you care so much? If it doesn't matter you who's on TV, then what are you talking about? Like you could just go with what's flowing, but it's a whole different conversation. But no, um, like diversity for the sake of diversity. I'm not trying to have a conversation with nobody, man. Like, like it is 2021. Everything you know about everything has shown you that, Having a more diverse cast makes whatever you do better. Whatever company you work for, whatever thing you produce on TV, having more people of color, and in this case, I'm talking about black people. There's no form of entertainment you can say has been hurt by an influx of black people. It's just not true. Every sport you can think of, any TV show you've watched, any movie you've seen. Shit, how many networks were built on the back? And then, I mean, think of fucking... UPN and WB in the late 90s and what they were by, you know, 2003. Like, oh, okay, you built your audience up, and then when it's time to get your second and third round of, of, of shows, it's like, ah, we're popular enough, we don't. Imagine <laughs> like, them never integrating football. Why would, why would we need other people to play football? This is just fine. Yeah. Like, it, it's a... It's an argument you can't make with people who don't want to include history as a part of commonality, as a part of progression. So I just don't even – and those, those are my niggas. I just don't even get into it with them. It's not a conversation for us to have. Um, but, no, that was great, and I think it's great that we have, like, like, this really cool match tonight between two guys with different styles who are both – you know, the commonality between them is they're black guys, but they're totally different. You know why? Because black people can be diverse. <laughs> black people can be different things, and this is the type of thing to showcase that, so I'm excited about that. I'm assuming um, they're both big, smiling, dancing types, right? They're both black, so they probably like to say a little yo-yo-yo, a little graffiti on the tights, right? Yeah, I mean, that's... The good thing about this particular case is there's just, there's just nothing like that. Even though yeah, I have right. overall. Well, he's just, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, he's just, he's just country. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so yeah, I think that should be good. Um, Trav, I I don't really have anything to talk about WWE-wise. Like, like of course. Oh, we are doing the TV. You know, Roman, I, I love that. Oh, Roman Balor. Heyman, oh, yeah. They presented yes. that like, in a totally different way than uh, than you'd expect. Um. It was still really good. Like, you come out, he gets jumped, but he perseveres um, and holds on as long as he can. I thought Roman Ballard was good. Um, I just want to say this really quick before we can talk about anything else on the show. 
So WWE is doing, like other places, is doing like this 20-year uh, 9-11 remembrance show. Why are you doing a 9-11 remembrance show? You are literally spending 9-11 money right now. Probably on the show. Like, they're probably headed to Saudi in the fucking near future. Like, they haven't been there in a while, so I'm nope, sure they're, they're probably... 11 <laughs> Like, yo, I, I... The fucking hubris of it all. I'm just like... I, 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 uh, I understand why you do it, but you shouldn't. You personally should not do it. Like... I, Oh. Real, real, real quick, completely off topic. I've got Guardians on in the background. I completely forgot John C. Riley is in the MCU. Yeah, <laughs> he's in Novacore. Like, yeah. and if you as somebody who reads comics, like him being in the Novacore has to be hilarious. I think. I mean, like, I get the entire Novacore not being Green Lanterns, like for the sake of the movie. But like, wait, what? Green Lanterns? Well, I mean, the Novacore is kind of parallel to the Green Lanterns. In oh, okay. I'm saying. So, but I understand the Nova Corps here being more like, uh, I don't know, like literally space police and not space marines, if that's a, a, a far enough difference. Um, but yeah, he was fun in that movie. I liked him in Guardian. He was just go-to-work gun guy. He was really fun. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we they've got we've got the, the story they're telling with Paul Heyman, uh, with everybody on Paul Heyman's heels, with Brock on his heels. The Usos last week went to you know questioning Heyman whose whose side you're on. It's like if you're going to tell this story, this is how you do it. I would have totally still rather they do the. Uh, you know, Heyman's on, got his charge on, one on Raw and run on SmackDown, and they're just trying to run the whole thing, and they're not, they're competition because they're, you know, grown men who fight, but because they're on separate separate shows and different champions, they're not, you know, and that intrigue, and you build that up over the course of another year, because nobody's really pressed to see Brock and Roman, uh, uh, you know, mix it up again, especially for any extended time. But if you're going to do it, this is the story to tell. And speaking of obvious, obvious story to tell, it's the same with the Dominic and Ray stuff. I think if done right, if done with the the deafness and the nuance of you know, no, that's just not going to happen. But if done right, we could Dominic versus. Uh, Ray at WrestleMania could be one of the one of the biggest matches on that show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, they're slowly because he's on that he won't listen and he keeps losing and it's just a matter of when he does win something and, and you know the, they're rehearsing the character change and the and the yeah they're rehearsing the, that match right head. now as we're talking like they've yeah, been rehearsing yeah. this match for fifteen years. Yeah, because I think that's what they're going for, right? Like, they want to have that match, father and son uh, going against each other, the the heel, brash son, that's the upstart kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But you got to do it right, where it can actually be something people show up uh, and turn WrestleMania on for. 
for sure. But yeah, I, I see that happening in a, in a big way. Yeah. Uh, um, anything from? Yeah, go ahead. I mean, you got, you got uh, for the first time in 14 years, you're going to have Randy Orton versus Bobby Lashley. This time for Bobby Lashley's WWE title. Um, yeah. I like kind of the interaction between them, and and I never really liked you, and I never really liked you, and yeah, I think I think that's I think it's just fine. Um, yeah, that should be a, a good solid uh, a good solid match next week. Again, New Day showed why they're the New Day. Um, running through most of the teams in that gauntlet, so they just ran out of juice. Um, I like the break in the gauntlet actually. Like somebody comes out and interrupts it. Uh, Mason T Bar interrupted, and so you know, let's give both teams a little gap. Let's put some more wrestling in the middle of this. Um, yeah, I mean Charlotte. Uh, yeah, Charlotte and Nia. You got that real tension between uh, between Nia and Shayna, and then you know Alexis coming up as the next challenger. Yeah, I think I was fine. Just hold up, nothing. Jesse Riley got some filthy M words as 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 as, as white kids. Oh man! Oh yeah! <laughs> no, yeah, um, and then uh, what was it? There was one more thing that happened. Uh, carrying cross. Uh, Shit out of uh, what's his face? Tapped him out. He didn't even tap out. He passed out. Oh, passed him uh, out. Yeah, yeah. Who did he? Who did he wrestle? Damn, Ricochet? No. No. Not Ricochet. Not Jeff Hardy. Uh. Fuck. Somebody knows. Somebody him. actually didn't mind him. Uh, was it? It was said. Was it? Was it said? It was Alberto. Was it Alberto? Damn. You sure? I mean, I'm not calling you a liar. Just like, hey. <laughs> I think. Wait, no. Umberto came out later or before to do that 24/7 stuff. So, unless he's uh, maybe he's double dipping. Yeah. Um, and Reggie continues to tell us about how he escaped the hood and then he escapes his captors. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Every week. Um, but yeah, yeah, they had him in the ring with, with the, the uh, official match, not just out in the street hanging out in the, in the ice cream truck. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that damn dive he did, it would be a lot better if, you know, everybody didn't dive 12 times a match. Uh, but the one he did to escape and knocked everybody over, yeah, he's he's good. Got another really good Sheamus and Drew match. Those two don't miss, even though it's the 95th time, they don't miss. Them boys, they go in there and they're and they're big, but they do like Drake Maverick is back. He's staring at people, but they do big man. Who cares, Drake Maverick? Yeah, okay. with the deep stare. Um, yeah, but they did. Uh, yeah, they did big man hard hitting stuff. Um, really, really good match. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think it was it was the number one contendership against Priest. I think so. Yeah, maybe this is you know. Drew getting out of there. Um, now, Trav, did you watch NXT? Yeah. Well, so. NXT was a banger start to finish. Yeah, it was a lot better than last week. Um, yeah, just good match after good match after good match. But, but uh, the crowd certainly you wouldn't have because I think it was the third, second or third in that in that marathon taping they did a couple yeah. weeks ago. Oh, they're done. So the, they're dead. The crowd themselves wasn't necessarily into what I thought was a, a decent, more than decent show, especially comparing it to, to the week before. I really didn't care for last week's show, but yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. So I thought that was that was strong. Um, it's really interesting watching like that Kyle O'Reilly promo, and he's super emotional, and he talks about you know losing his best friend, and you just like, man, I, I he means it. Like, not in the way that he's saying in the promo, but he means it. Like, all of a sudden, his, you know, not security blanket, but your boys are gone, right? Like, you probably used to roll with Fish. Fish is gone. Fish fired. You roll with O'Reilly. O'Reilly's gone. You and, well, he is O'Reilly. Uh, yeah, you strong. and Strong. strong oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, Cole. You and Strong, like, you're both there, but it's got to be so different. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of a... And, and if O'Reilly is going to be Strong, dirty, firing his... You know Tyler yeah. Russ. No matter what you thought about him, they put put the faction together. They make it somewhat of a big deal on TV, and then two weeks into it, they fire a third of the of the faction or a quarter of Canadian the faction. If you count the man, might not see Lorcan and Merch again. Um, <laughs> Lorcan and Merch might be gone, but um, yeah, no. Um, and the thing about it is, like, we all have come to appreciate Kyle O'Reilly singles wrestler. Trav, I don't know if he'll ever make it out of NXT. You know, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't think know. So. I, I didn't think, think any of the play. undisputed era guys were gonna like when Kobe, the whole Kobe, thing. Yeah, like, the best they're going to go up you know? as, a, as a team, or I didn't think any of them had much of a chance to go up to the main roster. Uh, there was a rumor. I don't. I yeah, can't confirm it. I wouldn't even try to. There was a rumor Cole to come up as a heel manager. A manager, yeah. Yo, <laughs> you would have. That would have been it. You got to tell me nothing else. Fuck this Twitch shit. Like that. I'm good. I am good. Heel manager. Have you? Nah, man. But yeah, I think um, you know, Kyle O'Reilly. I'd love to see him back in like ROH, like going crazy. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Trav, take the first call so I can make a drink. I've been sitting here for an hour frustrated. 347-202-0103 is the number to call. Call us live. Talk to us on air. Let's let's get Kylan in on the conversation, see what what he's got going on. Kylan, what's on your mind? What up? Not much, Travis. How are you and Cam doing this week? Doing all right. Cam's about to be a little better when he, uh, you know, gets a little inebriated. What's on your mind? With AEW experiencing a nice surge of momentum this week, where do you expect their overall fortunes to be come January 5 when AEW programming moves from TNT to TBS. Well, I think they're going to be in a good spot. I mean, they're building momentum. You can't really, uh, there's not a kind of fault or, or criticism you can levy at what they are currently doing. Uh, the people they're signing, the, 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 the storylines, the stories that they're telling, you know, the, so I think by the time they do the switch to TBS, they'll be fine. They'll have a lot of momentum going, and just as many people have TBS that have TNT, you have to assume you have got TNT and you don't have TBS on your on your uh, you know your program, your cable plan or whatever. Um, yeah, I think they'll be in good good shape. What do you think the mo- their AEW will be in on the fifth by the t- January fifth by the time they? Uh, 
for the TBS game? Um, I mean, yeah, when they get the TBS, I think that's when they stay over a million. I think that's when they, they sit over that number. Um, okay. Um, and I'm here. Okay. Yeah, okay. Go ahead, Kyle. With with triple with triple H having heart surgery late last week, should we venture to guess that the recent stress of having NXT reassigned to Vincent Bruce Pritchard was a large portion of the cause? Absolutely not. Like, I'll, I'll say, because, like, like one key thing they said, Kylan, was that it was hereditary. So, like, um, you know, I've, I've talked about it on here. Um, I've talked about it, you know, on different things. But my best friend had a, had a heart attack. He had heart disease. It was hereditary. Um, and it wasn't, like, a super stressful event. Like, it was just, you know, that day we think he might have ate something that, you know, might have went the wrong way and he exercised and that might have contributed to it. But, you know, the what was going on was already there. So when they say it was hereditary, it, it doesn't take, like, a life-changing event to all of a sudden exacerbate that. It's just life. Like, again, it, it's great that they were able to get him, you know, to a, a hospital. I'm not saying he had a heart attack, but it was great. He was in the vicinity of medical care when they found out what was going on. But no, if that's hereditary, man, like, at his age and his physical output, it's probably interesting that he hasn't had issues before that we talked about. So, but no, I don't think all of a sudden the stresses of the job did that to him because the stresses of the job have been on his ass for 30 years. Yeah. You know, wondering who he's going to be and who he could be and dealing with the pressures of all of a sudden having to be the guy. Like, I think if, if an event in wrestling were going to do that to him, it would have been something way earlier, which would have been way more, which would have affected his future more. Triple H never works in wrestling again. Triple H is rich for life. You know, okay, like I, I don't kids are rich for life. That yeah, I don't think it's anything. I, I, I'm I'm not saying NXT isn't his baby. I'm not saying he doesn't have big plans for himself. But I don't think that this is as life changing as other things have been. Yeah. Anything else for us, Kyle? Yeah. Um. What? Where do you expect Tony Khan? to take AEW for its first international show of in kind. Hmm. Well, I'm go- let's think of where WWE doesn't go. Um, they don't go to Puerto Rico. I mean, there's reasons, but uh, that's, a, that's a place, and that's really not international in our kind of America. <laughs> um, all right, Trump. Yeah. <laughs> um, where doesn't WWE go? Where do they stay away from? As far as we're just talking about travel? Yeah, yeah internationally. They go to Mexico. They go to Japan when they can. Africa. They go to, obviously, they go to Saudi. 
Huh? They go to South Africa, I think. You know, they go to Africa, Africa. <laughs> um, they send Kofi over there when he wins the belt. Um, you know, nobody goes to China, right? Well, for reasons. Yeah, as I'm, I'm thinking about that. Like, look at China. Um, I don't know where where can you go? Everywhere, you, everywhere yeah. you go, white people live. <laughs> Have they been to Canada yet? I mean, it's not doesn't feel the criteria no, where WWE is. Right? Like it's probably there's okay. There's all kinds of weird border stuff right now. Um, some of the people I know in wrestling are Canadian, and like they can't just come over here. So I think that there's like they can't come over here for like for matches they try to get booked in. And so it's probably a lot of hoops you have to jump through case by case in order to get up to Canada right now. I feel like that's yeah. the first place that they can go somewhere. Yeah, I mean, I just want to secure things stateside before they go jaunting off to wherever. And you got New York coming up. I mean, they've done well down here. I'm trying to think of where else. Like, I, I, have they been out to California yet? I'm, gonna, I'm always going to Cow Palace is a really real place. I don't care. Um, have they been to the Cow Palace? They have not. Been, I don't think so. The Cow Palace. Got to have Chavo Guerrero on that on the Cow Palace show hey, just to keep. Uh, they get uh, Andrade yeah. and Pack Friday. Hey, Pack, I don't know what. Wow, that happened. match wasn't even on the damn show, and it was yeah. still back. Who his travel agent is? Well. Boy, he got to just stay over here, dog. Get him an apartment. They do something. He keeps fucking up the bag. <laughs> Get him an apartment. <laughs> like, that's the issue. <laughs> you know, Chris, I ain't got nobody couch to sleep on. I can't, uh, can't show up for this show. Um, all right. Let's, um, you know what? Let's read your bronze email. He sent in an email uh, yesterday, earlier today. So let's get to that. Jabron from Vegas, he chimes in. Uh, what's up, fellas? Uh, two questions for y'all this week. Uh, do y'all think that Charlotte will ever leave WWE to work with a different promotion and give her and give her new matches that we haven't seen? So Charlotte, would she leave? Not WWE's going to fire her or whatever. I don't, yeah. think, I don't think, and this is not a knock on Charlotte. Let me just be clear, right? I don't think Charlotte gives a fuck about new competition. I don't think she cares. Like, I think that Charlotte is, one, like, at the top of her game, is considered in circles to be the best wrestler, in, in the best female wrestler in WWE. Depends on who you ask. Depends on the day, right? Top of her game, most title reigns, puts on a good match with just about anybody, gets to talk her shit, wear her outfits, go have sex with her man, and post it on Instagram. Like, no, I, I don't think that, like, I think, I'm not saying anybody's bulletproof. Um, And I think that, you know, Braun Strowman kind of proved that, right? Nobody's bulletproof. Uh, to a lesser extent, The Fiend proved it. There's nobody, nobody's bulletproof. But Charlotte is the homegrown talent. Roman Reigns is right there too, right? But, and, and Sasha, but... Charlotte is the homegrown talent that they push as the homegrown talent that they treat more important than just about anybody. I don't think a wrestling challenge is what Charlotte's interested in. Like, in the same way, like, I don't think Roman Reigns wants new opponents. He wants interesting stories. You know what I mean? Like, no, 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 no. I, I, I don't think that 
she is developing some type of sourness towards who she faces. Like, her and Nia just had, like, a new match that Charlotte's ever had, you know? And one thing about WWE, for whatever failures uh, NXT has been, NXT has not failed on the women's side. They have produced some top-tier talent on the women's side. They got a pipeline. They got people down there that could jump into the main event of a women's program on the main roster right now. Yoshirai is just down there chilling. Like, Ember can come back. They just got Shotzi up there. Um, you know, Charlotte hasn't worked Bianca except, I think, one match. Um, you know, like, no. I think even if she wants new challenges, those new challenges don't need to be outside of the company she's in. There's still plenty of people for her to work with. Yeah, you also have to remember Charlotte's not a fan. Exactly. Right? She, this is, she's not living her dream in the way I – mean, she probably is in a lot of ways. She's making decent money, gets to be on TV, and, again, outfits, and she met her husband and all that shit. So in a lot of ways she is, but she didn't grow up wanting to be like her dad. She probably grew up quite the opposite, and life and circumstances brought her to the wrestling business. And because she's a fucking blue-chip athlete, she was able to go from being a, you know, a, a decent college athlete to a fucking phenomenal wrestler without even really wanting to be. It was like, well, you know, my brother wanted this, and I'll finish it for him kind of thing. Uh, so the whole, like, Ryan, you're not going to hear, like, Ryan's like, I want to, am I still good? Am I as good as I think I am? I want to get in the, uh, in the ring with this guy. Last time I saw Omega was, you know, or was in the ring with Omega was 07 or 08. And I, I think about what he's done since, and I'm like, is you know, is he good? Charlotte, I doubt, has those kinds of uh, motivations. She's not in it to be a fucking artist like Brian is, to be the best. Uh, what, was, what is the line he kept saying about excellent professional wrestling? She doesn't care about excellent professional wrestling. She would is probably fine with show up, you tell me what you want me to say, and I'll fucking say it. Point me in the direction of the person I'm wrestling. And I'll wrestle her. I think that's as far as it goes with with, with Charlotte. Yeah. She's not thinking of she's not thinking of dream matches or, or none of that shit. Her check. Uh, all right. He yeah, continues. Yeah. Jabron continues. What do y'all? What do y'all think? Uh, we should. What do y'all think we should expect with the new NXT and the look of it whenever it happens? Well, the 14th, they've been pretty clear. Uh, also, I've seen a commercial for NXT on Fox. Uh, is there any chance it's moving to Fox? Man, you really want to piss USA off. <laughs> you, know, no. you, take, you take all the stars and then you're just going to take the whole show? <laughs> no, no, no. It ain't going to Fox. They got contracts and stuff. Now, I doubt Fox is looking to put on another wrestling program. And I don't think NXT is going to go to FS1. So, no. No, he's saying uh, right the fuck for they have. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Ron. Thanks for that. Appreciate the email. As always, 
let's um, let's uh, see what Boris got to say real quick before we uh, take our last call. Uh, Boris, you got something for us real quick? What up? Yeah, I, I just got on, um, so I don't know exactly what all you guys covered. Uh, mm-hmm. I have to go back and listen to it. But the energy level, I just want to say uh, when the combination of the, the pay-per-view, I, I really enjoyed it. I, it was just, it was, it was more exciting, i say, than I had in a while. You know, I've seen some New Japan and all this, but that, for some, that crowd, that now arena crowd was just spectacular. And it wasn't just them being excited because, you know, wrestling's back or it was their first time being able to, you know, it was they had shit to cheer for and to be excited about for three exactly. hours. You know, and like I said, it didn't matter. I didn't care. You know, and, and then another thing with that, you know, we get to we get to Monday, Tuesday, then we get to see what happened when we didn't, you know, we didn't go from a Sunday, Monday. We get a few days to talk about it, to see, you know, get everybody's, you know, reaction to it because it was fantastic, you know, for wrestling fans. I didn't care about the mistakes. You know, anything that was negative was the positive just outweighed it, you know, and I and I really enjoyed how it was paced because that was a question of which match would do what. And you see, we had the bathroom break, you know, two cheeks. Go get some that popcorn and a drink, everybody, before the main event. Right, that, that was get your last beer. You know, and, and I guess with the way, you know, all this energy we release it, we need we do need a buffer, you know. Okay, everybody who got a piss, hurry up. You know, we got three, four minutes. Everybody they gotta run to the you know, kitchen, get a drink or something. Here you go. But man, so tonight, did you guys do any predictions of what could possibly be next? I'm looking forward to a six man. A six man with punk, sting and Darby. I'm looking for oh, let me let me just speak on this right quick. Uh I tell you what, yeah, you I don't know if it's going to be like 2.0 and Garcia. Right now, um, on for Dark Elevation, they are taping Lee Moriarty versus Daniel Garcia. If you like wrestling, wrestling, you got to watch Dark Elevation next week. Holy shit! Okay, that's gonna oh, that's crazy. Uh, this is what I wanted to speak on too. Okay, everybody had they, um, you know, they spoke on why they here, but. I like Daniel Bryan the best. He want to fuck some shit up. I like oh, he said I'm gonna kick the best. Fucking head off. He's back. <laughs> right. I'm like, oh my god, please let this man go. Get, get, give it to him. I mean, when by the time him and Page come back, all this, he, it's gonna be, it's gonna be money. But man, please let this man get a host of Kenny Omega and take him out, and then go from there. Bring whenever let tell us, hey man, take your time, do your daddy duties. But by the time you get back, that's don't you gonna have some money matches. Let the way yeah. he promoted himself, the way he promoted himself. That he said, I want to. I'm here to beat the man. I'm here to kick the man. I, I don't give a fuck. Oh, there like, there's a crazy amount of of one on one matches. 
that we didn't know we could have you know, all of a sudden in the pipe. Like, at the top of my list is Cole and Brian. Like, I like Omega a lot, but Cole and Brian, oh, man. Um, and then, like, again, Christian is in this zone right now where is he as fast or strong as he used to be? No, but he was never built on being fast. Oh, yeah, yeah, he never was, uh, you know, flying around, you, you know, guy. He's, uh, yeah, he's he's hit a, he's got his second, maybe third win uh, of his career. Uh, his career kid, man. Like, oh, I can shoot these threes and pass this rock. All right, I'm gonna do it. And we're probably gonna win the title. Like, yeah, I mean, I mean, you got you got a list of guys like like Cole and Jungle Boy. Like, shit, Brian. And yep, because he picks him. He picks him so much. Like, and you know what you get for real? For real, I know it's probably happened, but you get the real Brian Danielson against the real Miro. Oh, like, there are some... Oh, my God. Bangs. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then again, like, you know, eventually, provided everybody's healthy and they got to tell stories, but, like, who doesn't want Kenny and Cole? Like, you can imagine Cole trying to take away uh, leadership of the elite. Man. And, and really? Kenny, yeah, man. Oh, and there are some like you get your first trios match with fucking Cole and the Bucks versus I don't know uh, Lucha Brothers and Laredo Kid. Like yeah, yeah man. <laughs> we talk about game matches again. We're, we're just talking about matchups here again. We're talking about matchups again. Not critiquing entertainment. We're talking about matchups again. Fantasy booking, you know, like. Who are in the same company? They're there. Like, yeah, it feels good. It feels good to get excited about that. Sure. And everybody got their own mission statement. CM Punk got his, but man, I, I gotta say it again, man, Daniel Bryan. Imagine what Daniel Bryan. I mean, I, I, Darby Allen, Darby Allen would let him do it. Oh man, he would put him in the fucking dirt. Yeah. <laughs> All right, boys, we're going to. Oh my God, I, no problem. No Did Boris go to the show? No, I think we would have heard that. Did you go to the show, Boris? Yep, I just seen Black Widow and Shang Chi, and I love it. Uh, I'm not gonna spoil it. We're not talking about Marvel. No. We're talking did about the oh, wow. oh no! <laughs> hey, did you see the show? Did well, you go to okay. the show? Were you in the now arena? Oh, no. oh, no. oh, no. I, I don't want that type. Wait, wait! I want that type of crowd. I don't want that type of crowd. When I went to see Chang Key, it was only about 10 people. I went Thursday, you know, with a couple friends. It was like 10 people. Ain't nobody asking about this shit. I'm glad you you enjoyed the movie. But he's determined. He's determined to talk about that movie. I love how, like, Boris Boris is a nigga like me. So, like, even Uh, though it's clearly Shang-Chi, I've been saying Shang-Chi. Oh, Shang-Chi, man. He watched the whole movie. You heard them pronounce his name the whole movie, but it's still Shang Chi. Respect. <laughs> uh, all right, let's uh, let's go down to Georgia and bring uh, bring Jarrell. Oh, uh, uh, Jarrell, what's happening? What up? What's good? How y'all doing? Doing all right, man. What's on your mind? That much, that much. Listen to you, to you, Negroes. Yap on and on. Oh, shit, they had- 
drive off through in the towel at the end of Creed? Wow. That's uh, <laughs> surprising. Are you watching, what is that, Creed 2? Uh, oh, I don't know. It's one of them. I don't know. Whatever one he threw the crap, he threw the bloody white towel in at the end for his man. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen Creed 2 yet. Um, thanks for spoiling. I don't like five years old. <laughs> but he had to win. All right, spoiling. So, yeah, so what's on your mind? Oh, not too much. Um, that was an interesting conversation that um, Cam, y'all had um, on the spaces the other day. Yeah. My yeah. Whole, my whole thing yeah. is I want to ask you, like, what was the – I know you mentioned some of it earlier, but what was the – you said what's – initiated and started it, but what are your thoughts truly on that, if you don't mind giving me these last few minutes? Yeah. Because I don't want to talk about wrestling too much. Yeah. What's difficult is, like, we... It's hard to quantify what actual power we have, because, like, anybody can make a hashtag, you know what I'm saying? But, of course, like, they came to me about it first, because I got the most followers. And that helps with stuff like this, right? But... Of course. I'm also not the one who... Drill, if you don't make that turn already... God, <laughs> I'm also not... Boy, I'm in the turning lane, man. I got two women turning out in the light and get hit. Okay. <laughs> Bust a U or um, something. God damn. I'm not the one who can, like... And I ain't driving. I I'm, uh, I ain't driving. I don't think so. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, so... We we came up with like a whole plan. Like there are some indie shows that are coming up, and so we're going to try to make sure we promote those. We're going to try to buy... Black folks merch. Um, I actually am supposed to be meeting with a guy uh, this weekend who uh, was happened to be in the space. He uh, works at uh, Earl Thomas's sneaker shop. Like as not not works there. Like he's like a partner in it. So mm-hmm. we got a bunch of friends in common. And so I don't know if this means we're all of a sudden to get Cam show promoter. I don't want that, but. It might be necessary. You know, it ain't all about me. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm, we're trying to do what we can, man. Like, I, what I hate, Darrell, is, like, niggas love to hate. I don't know how else to say it. I don't even talk about white people because white people were born to hate. But niggas love to hate. Like, try to do something positive and – That's part all of the psychological sudden, damage that we're dealing with. Yeah, if all of a sudden this person ain't real – this person uh, is being performative. This person just found out they black. You you know you know the drill every time a nigga tries to do something. You know. So yeah. a lot of that is what's being fought. And so, I mean, really it comes down to supporting, spending some money, and blocking out the negativity. You know, but, but what they really want to do is um, when, like, there's a black wrestler on TV who is not prominently on TV, they want to drop that hashtag so that people who aren't watching may tune in and look, you know, whoever's in charge sees that rating and is like, okay, we got to get this person on more. I'm absolutely not taking any credit for they're all of a sudden being like a big black match promoted on Dynamite. I'm taking zero credit for that. But what I will say is if anybody thinks that we're getting credit for that, that's a good thing. 
You know what I'm saying? If anybody thinks that's the way things are working, that's absolutely a positive step. And so it's that. It is when it's time to spend 20 or $30, buy, buy somebody's black, somebody's black merch and don't buy. I mean, not that you shouldn't buy their PWTs because they probably get more money off PWTs. But the trade-off is you buy their shirt off the AEW site, AEW's watching those numbers. AEW don't care what you're selling on PWTs. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's cool, but that don't got nothing to do with them. So if you got a wrestler, a black wrestler who has something on a site that is from the company they work for, you buy that, that's going to mean more, you know? And then, but Darrell, I, don't, I do not want to put together no fucking show, man. I really, really need You're in it now. Like, that's the kind of I need creative ideas. Yeah, because that's what it was. Look this that finish was for like, That is what it sounded what it like. Sounded like. I don't want no part Can you give me some promo tips, Cam? Should I interview everybody? I will do a podcast with every single person on that show. I do not want to book no fucking show, dog. Like, I don't – my brain doesn't work like that. Like, I don't like fantasy booking. I don't like – I don't know. But my question – my question to you – Yeah. My question to you, I understand this, right? And, you know, I, people want to hate. And I was, you know, you see what some people were saying, and I understood what a lot of people were saying and stuff like that. But my question would be this. Is this just – because I see – we see these movements all the time. We've just seen it recently with the um, election and, and stuff like that. And where's all the enthusiasm at now when you're seeing 28 uh, – what, 28 states pass on stuff, and you don't hear people up on, on arms about stuff like that. So – my my big thing is okay. Is this just for a second, or this so you can get two or three more people on uh, on AEW? Uh, five or six people more on on WWE or whatever? Because you know, <laughs> like this coming, this gonna come. Um, you, if you get what I'm saying, like I don't want to go no, too no, in depth no. with it because you know exactly what you're saying. My big thing hurt about better. it is like. Um, that's one of one of the reasons why we got independent wrestlers in the group, because like people who don't plan on being fine, because that's not the objective, but also want to fight. You know what I'm saying? Like they got one of the biggest things that happened to me. I don't got two or three people I'm cool with. I got six, seven, eight, nine, ten. You know what I'm saying? Like if I stop, that looks crazy in front of the people I know, not just the people who see me. And so, no, it, it, it's a, 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 a concentrated movement to make this thing happen. And one thing I did, like, me being around Lovey, her motor don't stop. And so even if I get tired, if I get lethargic, I got somebody around me who's going to say, Ken, we got to do X, Y, and Z. And one thing I don't do, um, contrary to popular belief, I don't like disappointing no black woman. So, no, nah, man, this is – we're rocking. It ain't just about two or three people. It's about a steady thing, and the hardest thing for me, Darrell, like when I was trying to do um, Black Wrestling Coalition, which I still want to do, it was Cam. It was just Cam, and so something bad happened to Cam, and Cam don't know what to do. So when you get six or seven or eight or nine or ten people who are in on this thing, it can't all go bad for us at once. You know what I'm saying? So it's a group of people dedicated to the same cause. If I need a break, they got it. They need a break. I got it. But, yeah, it's going to be more than what I want to do. But it ain't just about what I want. Like, you know, I got one foot in the door with this stuff, man. I might as well make it work. 
I got you, I got you, I got you. Now, because you know, I asked you a question in your DMs after listening to some of that stuff. And um, I even posted you too, Trap. Like, is it a problem if you don't support the people who are in those big companies? Because it's not your right to support them, to keep them on, because these people will never. Just the history of black people as a whole, we always fighting, but we always trying to fit in into the system as well. And people tell you, well, you need to get somebody in there to change it and stuff like that. But that's been what people have been trying to do for over 100 years since uh, Jim Crow and all of that, which, you know, we only been really free for, what, about 60 years anyway. So, you know, that's the same thing over and over again, definition of insanity. So what's wrong with if you don't support, you know what I'm saying, support that because of what they're not giving you. Remember the broken promises. Oh, we're going to be the most exclusive place ever. And they had our black people supporting that and stating it and like it was the gospel. And what got they heightened up and stuff like that. And three years of failure. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, the question I posed to you, what do you thought about it? What did you think about that when I asked you that? No, I mean, we, we're not a monolith, man. Like, that's why I told you. Like, I'm in a group chat with some dudes who don't at all feel the obligation for black folks to be a part of this the way I do. And I don't knock them for it. Like, our experiences are different. We grew up different. Um, I've seen different things. And they, they've seen different things. And they've, in some cases, they've seen harsher things than I've ever seen, right? But um, I think in some cases you don't see the bigger picture when the only picture you've seen is one picture. You know what I mean? Like, and that, that ain't no knock on nobody. Like, it's not a matter of intelligence. It's not a matter of sincerity. It's just the way I see the world is different because I've seen different things in the world. You know, yeah. so, so people only got, you know, you know a certain amount of channels to keep to extend the, the Everybody and, not and have, uh... the black empowerment, dog. It's just not what everybody's here for. And that's not me saying, like, I'm a revolutionary, but I realize there are a few things that I can do outside of me to make things better for people like me. That's it, you know? And so, no, nah, I, I press on because I'm supposed to press on. It, it, ain't, it ain't their responsibility to watch nothing they don't want to watch or buy nothing they don't want to buy or talk about nothing they don't want to talk about. I wish they would get the fuck out of my way about it, but that's a different conversation. All right. On that note, uh, you know, we got uh, in, uh, dynamite starting. Looks like it's going to be a, a good one. Uh, they they were they were quick to run down what's happening tonight. Like Brian will be here. We got this match. We got this match. We got this match, and this is got happening. The horns out, baby. Yeah. Opening with the horns. Yeah. yeah. So I uh, appreciate you, uh, Darrell. We'll talk to you next time. I'm sure. And, uh, yes, sir. All right. So until next week. Free folks, uh, your ride is over. Uh, VIPers, click over. Rich and I will be by for another hour or so of content. So please send us an email, send us some tweets, give us some content to talk about uh, on the VIP show. Although this week uh, we certainly have a lot to talk about. Um, so yeah. So until next week, that's Cam. I'm Trav. We out. Let's go.
dropped on this, damn it, recording it. Stop, I get off my job. He ain't supporting this, subordinate. So you show caps and crazy ornaments. Decorate my chest, got stripes, night, like Jordan's eye. Walk on.